this is Big D and Shade from Takiyaki Anime. Yo! And today we're going to be talking about our final thoughts for the spring season of 2017. And what a season it has been. Yes. We got nine shows to talk about today. Uh, this season was a good season. There's a lot, a lot of sequels. Um, I've, <laughs> Go ahead. I've, I've been busy, so I haven't been able to watch all of them. There's a few that I really wanted to see but didn't get around to, but uh, I'll get back to them one day. And we haven't. I'm going to ignore that because, you know, we haven't heard that like I'm seeing a billion times before, but, we, you know, we'll see. <laughs> all right. First show we're going to be talking about is the big show, Attack on Titan Season 2. Oh, yes. This has been a, a huge, huge thing. Uh, I'm sure many people have, have already already watched this and, and are, are aching at the bit for Season 3, which I hear Season 3 is supposed to be sometime next year, I want to say. Yeah, I've heard that also. Yeah, so I'm hoping that's probably going to be the case, because just like they did with uh, Season 1, they left Season 2 right at that cliffhanger where they're just, they introduced a big, big thing, and then they're like, and that was the final episode for the season. Stay tuned for next season. <laughs> it was like, no, what the hell? Um Wow. So, yeah, there was a huge amount of, of information that was put forward um, throughout this season, mainly of which um, what we were saying before from our, our first initial thoughts for it was that, yes, people are Titans. Yes. Um, what do you mean? You know, you look at Titans, you're like, that kind of makes sense. They just look really overly large people with like no genitalia or anything like that. So, you know, just be kind of scary otherwise. But anyways, um, yeah, it's just, you end up finding out the identity of the Colossal Titan and the Armored Titan, both of which are people that we know, uh, from this, from the show. Um, and then at the end, like literally, I just watched it today and literally at the end, I'm still trying to process it. It hasn't like completely sunk in as far as what the hell's going on. But what I was saying before about there being like multiple factions involved. Yeah, I was about, I was about to ask about that. It kind of seems like that might be true. Like there might be even another faction inside the wall that's trying to do. I think like the church is a faction and the military is a faction. And then I almost want to say there are two factions outside the wall that are also kind of vying for control or power or whatnot. And it's it's really complicated and confusing and whatnot. And even the ending of it was just kind of like... Because, okay, the two people that ended up being the Colossal Titan and the Armor Titan, they saw the Beast Titan and they had no idea. Okay. So, like, they're part of a faction because afterwards they kept talking about going home and they wanted to bring Eren along, but they had no idea about the Beast Titan. Or at least they didn't seem like they had any idea about the Beast Titan. And then at the end, with Beast Titan, you see the Beast Titan sitting on the wall and he had somebody wearing glasses who looked incredibly ripped uh, on his shoulder just sitting there. Okay. And was just saying, well, let's see how things go from here. And it's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm starting to forget how his, how his father looked from season one. I don't want to say that was his father. 
Okay. It might have been, but it was like, yeah. And something the Beast Titan did was how people started to become Titans. Or at least that's kind of how they were they were implying it. But like at one point they were because okay, and there was another person also in Squad 104. There's like three people in Squad 104 who were actually Titans that no one knew about. Because mm-hmm. um, there was one that was Colossal, one that was the Armor Titan, and then a third one that I'm not sure they even introduced before this, but he, it was in ended up being a Titan, and you end up finding out. And oh, just the way that she became a Titan. I don't know if, like, she just had the potential in her, and she did, because they show... God, it's so complicated. Like, they they show (laughs) she was, like, a part of this cult, and then they end up getting, like, the police come in, they break it all apart, and then they drag the cult through the streets, and it looked like they were on top of the wall, and they did something. I can't say what. They did something to them. They had them tied up, like kneeling on the wall. They did something to them, and they pushed them off. And then by the time they hit the ground, they were Titans. Yeah, and I'm like, what? And it wasn't until she consumed a human that she became human again and is now able to go back and forth between oh, okay. just okay. like Aaron does, where he, you know he hurts himself and he'll become Titan. Uh-huh. So like pain's a trigger, yeah. but it's just like ah, and and the very last part of it, I mean I'll at least say this: the very last part of it, Aaron does something. I don't know what he 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 has an emotional breakthrough with Mikasa, and they're about to get eaten, and he basically yells at the Titan in like an authoritative order, and there were a whole bunch of Titans around them attacking their friends. All of them stop, look up at this Titan, and they go, just attack it. Yeah, it was crazy. And then the armored Titan was coming for him, and he says, stop, don't come any closer. And all the the other Titans that were attacking the one stop what they're doing and go after the armored Titan then. So he was controlling the Titans, not like the the, the ones that were human. The ones that were human could recognize it as for what it was, and I still don't know. They didn't really explain, but he was able to give, basically give them orders. He was moving them around and telling them who to attack. Okay. And after that, like, all the humans left, and all the scouts and everything left, and even when they came across other titans on their way back home, they completely ignored them. All the other titans that they were coming across were all still going after the armored titan. They didn't stop. Huh. It was weird, but it's, they didn't really... See again! Just like that. They didn't really explain it. They're just like, well, we now know titans are humans. Eren has this ability to basically control titans. And that's the end of the season. And we're like, What? Excuse me. I think there's a bit more information that needs to be said here. You're missing a key elements here. What the hell's going on? Explanation? No, you gotta wait till season three. Screw you guys. Um, but yeah, that was that was basically it. But it was just like that's just weird and and freaky and and whatnot. So I don't know. It was a lot of good stuff. Um, fight sequences were awesome. Was um, it worth the wait? Yeah. Yes and no. Yes, it was worth the wait because it was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't worth the wait because now you got to wait for season three, anyways, <laughs> to find out what else is going on. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. 
Okay. It was great action, um, and, and just overall, you know, kept me entered, you know, engaged the entire time. Um, there was a little, I don't know. It's a there's a little miscontinuity, and I remember reading on some of the comments, people were commenting about it too, how like at one point, Aaron got ripped from his his Titan form, but he ended up getting his arms like gone, cut cut off, like severed. Basically, but he's Titan, so they'll grow back, even in his human form. They'll eventually grow back, so he's fine. But like, he has to wait for them to grow back. But for some reason, he couldn't transform. And they they try to make an explanation of, oh, well, you know, his body's having to recuperate and it's using all of its energy. He can't do that. But it's like I, I seem to recall times when he didn't have limbs, and yet he was still able to transform into his Titan state, and they was it was like an automatic regen essentially. So I'm just not 100% sure how if they're 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 following their own formula here or if they've kind of gotten off track or you know something weirds going on that they just haven't let us know. I don't know it's 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 kind of weird. So there there are a little bit of little miscontinuities here potentially, but I mean overall yes, it was a great story. It was it was nice to be able to get the information, you know, you get to see who the colossal titan is, who the armor titan was and and all these like you know surprises and stuff like that and and it's great it's just now it's once again waiting for the next season to come out for like another probably another year so okay Um, another big thing that we were talking about last time was um the basement yeah and and once again that was never mentioned the entire time Was not like the closest they got to it was the fact that they mentioned them because they were talking about the armor titan or the colossal titan, and he kicked that giant piece of the wall that landed on his house, which is how his mom got pinned. Which I mean, kind of is is where the basement is, but that's closest they ever came to the end information. So yeah, we're still kind of. But it's like at this point, at this point, I'm almost like, do we even need to go to the basement? We already now know that um titans are people and that's how they they originate and they they come from we already know that now Hmm. so it's kind of like what other like brilliant piece of information can we possibly gleam from going to this basement and and finding out what his father left for him i don't know but regardless i mean yeah it's always you know it's it brings back my memories of like kind of like neon genesis evangelion where they're fighting you you got two colossal things fighting against each other you know and that's like that 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 feeling when i saw aaron and the armored titan fighting against each other and i'm just like yeah yeah, this massive destruction and just things flying everywhere, and you know, yeah, cool. So, yeah, good times. <laughs> cool. Well, I am gonna wait a little bit before the um, until probably the next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm waiting until the the next one's announced, and then I'll watch it right before the the new one comes out. So See, um, that's what I did with the first season into the yeah. second season. But then I rolled right into the second season and then finished that one. And now I'm pretty much like everyone else and having to wait. So anyways. Yeah. The next show we're going to be talking about is Grand Blue Fantasy, the animation. Oh, yes. Grand Blue Fantasy. Um, okay. I have a love-hate relationship. <laughs> I really do. Like the story and premise 
behind Grand Blue is is awesome. I, I like it. It's kind of it's it's an adventure, which is cool. Um, kind of like that one you were talking about with the little that you want to see for next season, the little kid yeah. who's going on an adventure. This is kind of that same long, long same lines. Here's the kid who's wanting to go see his father who went on an adventure and now he's trying to retrace his footsteps. And also, and I, I kind of feel like this is a very similar to like Hunter X Hunter in that way. Cause that was the same thing with that one too. Um, which is cool. And it's nice seeing an adventure and you see him go to new places and there's always like some, um, giant power of whatever that he asked. They like him and his crew have to help and whatnot. And it's great. You know, it's always interesting little things. We saw Leviathan. We saw Bahamut. We saw, um, like, some tree fairy goddess or whatever. And, like, all of our, like, really cool. And it's like, this is great. This is awesome. Night. This this is the epitome of fantasy. Yeah. You got the magic. You got the giant monsters. You got, like, you know, sword fights. And it's like, this is awesome. Love it. <sighs> And then comes the part where I feel like they tried to be too close to like the game. And I feel like there was some information that was not that that was part of the game and that people who played the game know. But then if you're just watching the anime like I am freaking clueless, uh, and you're like, wait, how did that happen? Who are these people? <laughs> I don't remember these people. Were these people introduced? I don't remember these people. Um, OK, like I'll give you an instance like. One of the times they were, it was with the thing with Leviathan. Um, and Leviathan wasn't bad. It was just the fact that there were, like, the Empire had been dumping toxins into the ocean and it had polluted Leviathan. And then he was just going berserk, essentially. So he was launching, like, all these fish monsters at the town because it was just going berserk. And I mean, fish monsters, I mean, these were like the size of like large dogs and they look like piranhas kind of things. So they were like, <laughs> I was just imagining fish and he's like, these things were like flying fish kind of things. But um, so anyways, they needed to get to Leviathan in order to stop him. But of course, there's all these fish monster things attacking and whatever. So they're like, well, we need help. And the town's like, oh, we'll help you. And I'm like, okay, great. You know, he has a whole bunch of people, you know, soldiers from the town or whatever. And then all these adventurers in the town started to show up and do, don't get me wrong, really freaking cool things. But it was like half of them, the crew seemed to not know. And the other half, they seemed to know. And I'm like, wait, were they introduced before? Did I miss this? <laughs> They're cool. Don't get me wrong. They're awesome. I love watching them do the shit that they do because, like, there was this one girl, and I always it's 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 stereotypical anime. Like, she was calmly walking, and she had a katana on her side, and all of a sudden, like, the shish come charging in, and you just like just before they get there, you do that classical move where she like tips the sword where it like just comes barely out of the sheath, just barely, and all of a sudden, you just. And she's like in front of the fish, uh, and all of a sudden they just, and you're like, yes, that's always cool. <laughs> and you know what? It's time and time again I've seen it, but still damn cool to watch. Um, but like, yeah, like you're looking at these people going, where did they come from? Where were they when the empire was was attacking before? Um, I'm I'm really confused here. I mean, they're cool. Don't get me wrong, but I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> and then I have a problem with the last episode for. I don't know if it's a season or whatever, but last episode was the obligatory beach episode 
But but get this, get this. <laughs> Not only was it the obligatory beach episode, they decided. Okay, so you know the main story has always been like you could say the two main characters are the guy and the girl, correct? From the very beginning, the guy, the guy and, and the girl. The blue hair girl. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much the main characters because they kind of everything revolves around what they're doing and whatnot. Because I mean, it's the guy's adventure, but the girl's trying to help all these powers that be or whatever. Yeah, and her, um, her lives are linked. So. Yes, yes. Okay. All of a sudden, on first part of the, thir- the 13th episode, they decide to replay bits and pieces of the rest for the first part of this whole thing from the very beginning, and now they made the guy into a woman. Yeah, for no reason. No reason whatsoever, other than this is the beach episode, and they're going to be on the beach, so everyone's wearing bikinis. See? So I'm just like, they could have been just fine if they wanted to do the beach episode, leaving him as a guy, but they made him into a woman, and they're just like, and now everyone's okay with this, and we're just rolling with it, because this is what's going to happen. Look at it go, what? Why? Why? No. No, 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 no. Oh, you know, and, and literally that episode had no bearing and no purpose whatsoever. Like, none. I mean, I've known some beach episodes to go like, okay, we'll we'll give you like little tidbits of story, or we'll just be like, you know, d- character development. No, no, none of that whatsoever. They're literally they're gonna have fun at the beach, and then there's going to be an an incident where all of a sudden the ice that these people are getting from the island next door they can't get it anymore. So they're gonna go over there, and it's gonna be the Empire, of course, because that's the bad guy. And for no reason other than the fact that they're the bad guys, they're taking all the ice for themselves, and they're not giving anything to everyone else. So then everyone has this big battle, hellabaloo, and you don't see most of it because um, it was kind of funny, at least in that, in the fact that the, the the female knight came behind the blue-haired girl and actually covered her eyes, and all you hear is the sounds of of the. Empire soldiers going, oh, God, no, oh, what are you, because, oh, like, all their friends decided to come and join and, and take in part of, of destroying the Empire, and then next thing you know, all you see is just the Empire running away to the high hills. So, I mean, that was funny, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but literally, no point whatsoever. None. Had nothing to do with the story, nothing to do with it. There was, like, vacation episode, everyone's relaxing, having fun, we have this incident with the, the Empire, and then we go back to having fun, and end of story. So the definition <laughs> of a filler. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I have. I have. I have stood up for some filler episodes from some animes and being like, okay, you know, at least again, it gave you some some depth into the characters, let you explain them a little bit more, you know, whatever, or at least has like a tag into the leading into the story. Yeah. No. None whatsoever. This literally should not have happened. They should have ended it on episode 12 and said, okay, we're going to continue next season. Instead, they're like, we're going to add episode 13, and it's going to be no purpose. We're just going to throw them into a beach. That's all it's going to be. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God, you guys are killing me. You had a good season. You had a good series. I had very little faults with it. And now you're like, oh, and I'm like, oh go away. <laughs> So, um, well, yeah, it sounds cool. I actually um, started watching some of this, like at the beginning of the season. Uh, I watched maybe two or three episodes, so or maybe maybe only watched one. I don't know. They they left in the yeah. I think uh, that was the first two episodes. First, okay. So I, I saw one two seasons ago, and then I saw another one this season. <laughs> yeah, because they did it weird, where they like started it two seasons ago, but then they just yeah. they, they put two episodes out. Yeah. Like, wait, so, what? Yeah, so... Um, it was a cool show. Like, after watching the second second episode, I was like, okay, I'm on board with this. 
and then I never got back to it. But um, yeah, I, um, I'm interested in the series. Um, it's a really I, good fantasy series. I mean, yeah. okay, you like fantasy? This is like epitome of fantasy. It's just don't ever watch the 13th episode on season one. <laughs> just don't. All right, I may treat this one like I treated, like I'm gonna treat Attack on Titan. I'll just wait until the next season's about to come out, and then I'll watch it. And just make sure not to watch the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> that way you can roll right into the good stuff. Mm. So, anyways. The next show we're going to be talking about is Clockwork Planet. Again, this is another one where I'm like, <sighs> it, it has a wonderful premise. I, I, I enjoy the premise of it. It's just... The, the execution, I guess, is not the greatest as far as it goes. Hmm. And, and like the the overall aesthetics, the the artwork and everything, and the fact that like everything's art, like clockwork, because it's all a big giant machine. The planet is like a big giant clock, and it's just it's great. You know, that's that's a cool concept. I enjoy that. Um, the fact that the person who created it had androids that were very specific and and personable and like they were like the high end no one's been able to duplicate before and this kid ends up getting one and um fixing her and actually making her work like there's a lot there's a lot to like about this this anime and then it's just like i don't know maybe this is because they 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 try to, to touch too many bases they try to do too many things and they can't focus on any one thing so they keep moving around and then they never really fully accomplish or feel like they accomplish any of it mm-hmm. you know you try to get the the emotional side of it um and it just kind of falls flat mm-hmm. and and the overall storyline for it like they had a the they the world they created the world which is a great world the universe that this lives in is is freaking awesome because it has it seems like it has so much lore behind it and yet you're looking at it going just like what you know i just i don't know i i I enjoy it i am hoping like you only ever see two androids and i'm hoping they find more because apparently there should have been more because there's like each one of these androids she comes across is a different series and each one has a specific purpose and each one has a specific power involved with it Um, and it was really cool to see and, and, and figure out each one and see what each ones can do. Like the one girl could like basically stop time almost, um, with her, her ability. And then another one had like just absolute like berserk mode essentially where like something that was not supposed to be capable of being destroyed. She damn near close to annihilated damn near um and and yeah it it, and the fact that there are people who i don't know like i get there was one person who wanted who basically it was tired of the world that they lived in and thought it was just wasn't worth it so he was trying to destroy the world i get that like that that's okay that's a reason it's not a great reason but hey it's a reason i get that but like in the very beginning, the military was also a part of that as far as wanting to destroy at least part of, like, different cities. And I didn't get that. I'm looking at it going, wait, you're the military. You're supposed to protect. What? Why are you? What? Why are you part of the bad guys trying to destroy parts of the world? It is just, uh, yeah. 
I'm like, hmm. and then like the military was like part of the ending of where they were trying to stop the dude who was trying to destroy the entire world. And yet they were also having to deal with the military at the same time. And literally I'm just looking at it going, could you just tell them, screw off them. We're trying to fix this problem. We don't have time to deal with their BS. You know, so it was just, it, it like, if I had to give this anime a grade, I would say it's probably like a high C. Not bad, not great. You know, it's got like, it's got like a grade of like an 80, an 80, you know. So it, I don't know. It, uh, it, it had a lot of fun moments to it. Uh, I enjoyed the the relationship between the androids and, and the main character. It got a little bit like hectic at certain points and, and whatnot. The action was solid, like gunfights and, and whatnot. There was one character I think that they tried a little too hard on because it was an android that ended up they needed to replace into another android body, but it was a guy and he was very like perverse or like root. Like he had no filter, none whatsoever. Say whatever the hell he freaking wanted every single time. And they put him inside of a female body uh, of like, a, like a sex worker used to be, but they enhanced him for like battle capabilities. So you see like this sexy android looking dude going into battle with like a, a high-powered sniper rifle saying you know things like oh i'm gonna jam it in you so hard you're not even gonna know what you know i'm just like whoa dude i'm not even sure what i feel about this <laughs> please let's just carry on we don't need that you know it's like it's almost like those instances where you find in animes where they have people who try who speak english who speak english <laughs> english yeah, English, basically. And you're looking at him going, stop. You're just, you know, you're not, you're not the, the words are there, but they're not like the way they should be. Just, just stop it. Stop it. Go back to speaking Japanese and I can read subtitles and we're all good. That's fine. You know, this is the same instance with that too. So I don't know. I, I enjoy it. Like again, the world is great. I enjoy the, the two main characters in it, the boy and the girl uh, that they had. Because, I mean, the boy is great Her being, being able to, like, he'd take off his headphones and he could literally hear what was wrong with the machine. Yeah. And that was awesome. Um, and then the girl being able to, like, eventually she became, like, her perception and her ability to move became so finely acute. Like, she was, her perception became, like, all-encompassing, which was great. It's, like, the power of it, I'm just like, that's freaking awesome. The just abilities, you know, that they were developing. Um, but I don't know. It just, and then like, they kind of left it. I don't know if they're going to do anything more with this. Cause it seems like they kind of left it where they're like, Oh, well now they're, they're traveling the rest of the world. The, the, the boy, the girl, his two androids, her bodyguard, and this other and sexy Android that they put together are now all traveling the world in order to fix what's wrong and keep the world running, essentially. That's pretty much how they ended it. I mean, you know, they drove away on a, just a um, cruiser boat kind of thing, and then the military were after them on battleship carriers, essentially, and so they turned around and they're like, you know what? We're going to take one of those. And I'm like, and that's where they ended it. 
And I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not sure what I feel about that. I'm really <laughs> I just, you know, hey, kudos for trying, but I don't think you, what, what, I don't know what you were doing. And then if you were doing something, I'm not sure you accomplished it. I just, I don't know. So, yeah. Okay. Not the worst show I've ever seen. Because, uh, I mean, I still feel like that one that me and, and uh, Ray watched, uh, the one that ha- we said that had the bad English before you remember that one right uh the one that had like the kid who had the shadow power that would like turn things into oblivion or whatever like the it, vo- yeah, yeah, the void vo- power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. one was by far worse than this one okay but this is still not like you know grade a like oh this is amazing i'm totally yeah. psyched for another season kind of thing it's yeah. kind of like well i might watch another season of it <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure they're gonna do another one, and that might not—that might actually be a good idea. I don't know. So, anyways, okay. yeah, it's another show that I didn't get around to. Uh, there's something about it that I couldn't like sink my teeth into, and then um, you'd mentioned the special power. So, I, if I do visit it again, it'd probably be to fight, like to see what powers you're talking about. Because I know you like, you, as you said, you like the powers. So, I'm curious okay. to see what they look like. Awesome. Oh yeah, the transformation. But, um, just awesome watching from the androids and stuff i'm like yes i want to see more yeah so um i may continue in the future i don't know but um next show we're gonna be talking about is dungeon 2 oh dungeon 2 okay so i have not i i know i said i haven't actually completed the entire thing i'm thinking i have one episode left okay i think but dungeon 2 this is another love-hate relationship It's a love-hate relationship, but it's more towards the love than the hate. Um, And I think the only reason why I have a love-hate relationship for is what we've already talked about before, is the fact that it's not, technically speaking, Dungeon 2. This is like Dungeon... 1.5. Yeah, 1.5. That's what... what (laughs) This is not Dungeon 2. This is Dungeon 1.5. Because we're, we're rehashing over where we've already been. This is already something we've already known and whatnot. The reason why it is good in its own in own right, I will say this, is because again, you're seeing the story from um, Valenstein's perspective, um, and yeah, she's not overly talkative, but we've already kind of known that she never really was, and and thankfully there was a lot more uh, like internal monologue pieces where you could actually get, get a little bit more perspective because you just weren't getting a whole lot from her um also luckily there are a lot of the people in her house are more talkative for her so they kind of filled in some of the gaps where she would not normally talk you know and i get that totally out of character if she were to like be a jabbermouth all of a sudden in this one when you're like wait the entire time we were watching her before she hardly said two freaking words together yeah. Why is she now all of a sudden, you know, talking 50 miles an hour? So, you know, absolutely. I totally see that. Um, There was obviously there was more going on behind the scenes that you were just weren't aware of. And I I think that's awesome. I like seeing more about the gods than just I can't remember the god that he's with. Do you remember her name? Because in the first season, like they they interspersed the gods, but primarily it was just her, and you didn't really see her that much. I think most of it was like split mostly between like 
thirty percent her, and then like for seventy percent was with the dude and the guy and whatever. Um, but this one has Loki in it a lot more. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know. I like that. I like seeing more interactions with the gods and the more behind the scenes dealing with that. Um, I don't remember. You've seen the first episode, correct? Yes. Yeah. The elven chick. You know what I'm talking about, right? The elven mage. Mm. No. i'm trying to remember okay even in the the little picture you have for it to the to the right of valenstein the white haired and the pink and the pink dress Uh, or the no the white girl in the pink dress you know what i'm talking about okay i don't remember seeing her in in season one do you Uh, it's been so long now okay (laughs) It's like, I don't know. The continuity of it, like, they, since they were trying to do something, they would take from the past and bring it into, you know, rehash it over again, but from a different angle. It's like, I don't remember that character. I remember all the other characters. That's fine. I do not remember that character. And she kind of plays, like, she's there in scenes where I'm looking at it going, I don't remember seeing her in that scene. So why did that happen? You know, so I don't know. I feel like if you're going to do something like this, fine. Definitely. If you feel like there is more to be told than what was already told in the first part of whatever it is that you're doing, whether it be an anime, a story, a movie, a video game, great. Totally behind you on that if it's something worth saying. But if you're going to do that, make sure that what you put forth does not contradict what was done before. So, I don't know. It's it's a fun 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 little adventure. It, it's it's kind of like a little bit of nostalgia seeing things, uh, certain instances all over again because they did the Minotaur fight again. Okay. You saw that, but now it's from her perspective and whatnot, uh-huh. um, which is great. And trust me, like you know, again seeing that fight, you know, from from all over again, it's like sent chills up and down my back, and I'm like. <laughs> Yes! Oh, I love this fight! Because he's <laughs> freaking badass on this fight. I love it! Um, I don't know. It feels uh, it feels like... Did, I keep trying to, to debate in my mind whether or not it was totally worth doing this, rehashing, and doing uh, a one... Like we said, a 1.5 instead of just going directly on to Season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I can't say for sure. I'm kind of torn. On the one hand, I do enjoy the fact that we did see a little bit more about Valenstein. We got a little bit more information on the going-ons behind the scenes and that there was more going on than what we'd originally anticipated and saw. That, you know, there's a awareness that the dungeon is falling apart, kind of, and that there's, there need, there's something else going on. But it, I don't know if it was really necessary to do a 1.5 or if they could have gone season two and gone doing done like maybe a few flashbacks to explain what was maybe going on where we missed it and didn't see it, you know, for the first season. Okay. So I don't know. I'm torn. I like it because again, it's dungeon. Why can I not? How would I not like it? It's dungeon. <laughs> I love dungeon. Dungeon's awesome, but. I don't know if the season was really worth what they did and put forth through it. You know, battles, great. Revisiting, you know, old friends, you know, it's it's like, you know, rereading a, a book that you haven't read in years. You're like, oh, this is friends we haven't met and redoing things we've already done. But, hey, this is an adventure. We know where we're going. We know what we're doing. This is awesome. Oh, I don't remember that. But, hey, let's keep going, you know. Yeah. And that's pretty much what it felt like. So, I don't know. 
Uh, it, it, characters are great, as always, except for the fact that I don't remember the elven chick being in the first one. And it should have been if she was an integral role as she is now. Um, and, I don't know, seeing the other characters that you didn't really see too much because we were focusing on... Um, I can't remember the kid's name. Damn it. I had it. Now I forgot. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm, I'm bad with that, too. So, but, yeah, seeing seeing more of the, of the other characters besides him was was nice. Okay. Again, I'm just not sure if it was worth going to 1.5 or if we should have just gone to 2 and just called it good. Hmm. So, anyways. I guess as far as leading up to 2, well, the three if they make another one um do you think they kind of set it up and be like remember we're gonna be doing something awesome next in the next time uh, again i have kind of just last, last episode. ah that's right okay so yeah. i'm not sure exactly how they're gonna wrap it up or end it i have a feeling we're we're pre- i have a feeling though where they left it where they left it on the when i watched before we're gonna end it at the exact same spot we ended it before okay. exact same spot i'm not sure if more information will be revealed because we're we're revisiting it in the way we are, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure it's pretty much like exact same. So, I, am I going to be excited for season two? Absolutely, because I love this. I love the series. Was it necessary to go down this trip in memory lane from now season one point five? I'm not so sure. Okay. Oh, all right. Uh, um, <laughs> just like all the other shows, <laughs> when the next one comes out, I'll, I'll catch back up. But uh, okay, so yeah, the ones this, we've seen so far, I will say this: Do you need to watch this season in order to watch the next season that comes out for Dungeon? I don't think I don't think so. No, oh, it, it like, I, I, I think it would. I don't think it would be a necessity. Is it nice to? Might, were they? Might they make a few references you're not like sure of? If you don't, maybe. But you've almost gotten everything down from season one, anyways. You know what I mean? So, if anything, watching that might be more of like a refresher, but that would probably be about it. Um, Clockwork, you could probably skip. I wouldn't worry about. Yeah. Uh, Grand Blue, uh, yeah, well, might be a good one for you. Uh, Attack on Titan, definitely. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So if they come out when they announce the third season, if it does come out, then I I watch this one and to prep for that one. See, and I, I will say this, like, with Clockwork, I wasn't sure they were going to do another season. This one, yes, they will do another season. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't really continued from the last one. To, like, yeah. So they should be doing a continuation if they did a 1.5. I mean, come on. Yeah. So. Why should be like 1.6 and it'd be from another person's perspective? Oh, my God. I just, <laughs> I totally, or, or, or they're like. Well, this is Dungeon Point Five. We're going back into the past. Oh my God! <laughs> Before all of this happened, be like, you suck. Be <laughs> you. Let me know when you finally get around to Dungeon Two. <laughs> uh, that would be funny. All right, next show we're going to be talking about. The show I actually watched. Woo! Manga Sensei. See, you actually watch, and I never finished. <laughs> All right. Um, this show is very, very different. Like, um, there, there's a term in this show that they that they mentioned, 
And I don't know. Like, I, it, it, it's a perfect term. Like, it's a perfect term if you understand this genre of anime. If you don't, then it's just a weird term. And they call it the cute, which is like pervy cute. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and um, if you're into like those types of shows, which I've seen, um, I've seen the show that a few characters from um, there's a few cameos from some characters that show up in the show, and I've watched the two seasons of the other show, which is uh, Ore. Uh, my sister can't be this cute. I can't remember the short name, but um, and when they showed up, I freaked out. I was like, ah! but um, so this show is a, is a is a perfect cute show. It's an a cute show. And it's one of those shows where the main character likes his sister and they're not related by blood. So technically there's nothing wrong with it, but they keep saying brother and sister and brother and sister and they confess to each other and stuff like that. So I'm like, I feel all weird about this show. Like, yeah, if they took the relationship out, I would be 100 percent on board. Like yeah, whatever. It's like I don't know. I I think I think I had an issue problem with it only uh, because of their quote unquote the neighbor. God, she annoyed the hell out of me. <laughs> she was annoying. Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, as far as the neighbor, like the neighbor goes, I liked her until somebody called her a tsundere, and then she started being all bashful. She's like, oh, it's not like that, and like being like that. That's She's like no. It's exactly like that. That's exactly yeah. how you are. Yeah, and it's, um, she was a better Sundere character before somebody called her that. Because after that, then she started repeating the cliche lines, started acting out the cliche cliche scenarios and stuff like that. So up until then, I really liked that character. But then after that, she kind of she went from my favorite to like she's just another character in the show, and I actually like. Um, the other characters better. Um, so basically, the <laughs> the premise of the show is that um, the guy, uh, her, the mate, the this girl in the picture's brother is a um, like a manga. Uh, <laughs> he's a writer, and she ends up being his uh, art what is it, artist drawer. Yeah, his artist. Yeah, and um, they basically publish a bunch of uh, light novels and mangas together. Um, their history is actually way more intertwined, as you um, find out later on in the series, which made that, made that relationship really cool. Um, other than the brother and sister thing, um, I think it's a, if they weren't related weirdly like that, I think it would be a really cool um, romance because there are a lot of parts where um, like jealousy would show up and like, he'd be like, no, no, it's not like that. But then, and then like, he would actually confess things like, um, He's like, well, do you like her? And he's like, well, yeah, because of this one situation that happened. And then but he's like, but I like you more. And then he would like explain things away. And I'm like, that's really, really cool for them to like just express their feelings and be 100% honest. Yeah. So I love characters like that. Just like with um, Kobayashi Main Dragon. That's why I loved Miss Kobayashi because she would just say everything that's on her mind like she like she would honestly think about something and then just express everything and i love characters that like that so i love this guy from this um the main guy in this show um as far as like the neighbor girl I, yeah like i explained she was a good scene today before but then she became cliche <clears throat> there are a lot of other side a lot of other side characters they basically tried to make another kudo neko from the other show and put her into this show and she's she was cool she wasn't 
like one of my favorites because I don't know. There's like she didn't get as emotional as Kuro Neko did in the other show. So I mm-hmm. couldn't like latch on to her as much. And yeah. so she kind of seemed like a watered down version of that character. Um, yeah. And there was like a couple of like running gags that would all like as soon as somebody so like she would somebody would explain this strange situation to her and then she'd be like, No, no, no. And he's like, Oh, but he's gonna be here. And she's like, Oh, okay, I'll do it. And I'm like, <laughs> well, Fine. See, there was Fine. a character there there was a character like that in, in uh, Dungeon though too. One of the uh, the females, the the sword, one of the swordsmen, or the twins, uh-huh. were constantly hanging around uh, the boss, the one who was. Yeah. She had like this thing for him. She would absolutely hate something and it, or to do something, and then the boss would be like, "Hey, could you do that for me?" Oh, absolutely, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, sure. And everyone just kind of looks at her like, "Really." Really? So yeah, so that, that's that's like an average trait. Like that's yeah, it's not something bad. It's just it's just average. And like yeah. I feel like my favorite I character, think that, I think that kind of just depends upon how it's portrayed. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it can be a good thing, and it can lead to like just you know character development, but also you know making a nice little jab in the story, or whatever. But sometimes they just don't do it well. They don't accomplish that. Yeah, I feel. I feel like that for this show, they, she was like that trait was average. Like it could have been, like it could have been something else that like just got me. Like Kudaneko, it was like yeah. it wasn't even her show. But as soon as Kudaneko walked out of the screen, I was like, "Hey, oh, guys!" <laughs> so, so, like um, an old friend saying hi. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, it's um, I'd say if this, if this, oh, there's, <laughs> they get really raunchy in this show, like. Not stereotypical anime, or it's it's like raunchy, weird, like 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 this if girl in the image of her, like yeah, like they just push, they push limits, really weird. But I've seen shows that push it farther. But like for her to be as cute as she is, they push her character like as far as the cuteness will let it before it starts getting weird. And it probably got weird for like a lot of people, but. Well, I mean, they had, if, if anything, from what I've watched, like they had that one scene where they they kind of halfway showed her changing, and you're yeah. just like, can we not do that? Can we just carry on without? I don't really need to watch this. Yeah. What's going on here? It wasn't bad. I've obviously seen worse, but at the same time, you're just like, I'm not a hundred percent sure how I feel about that. Yeah, it's like like she's such an adorable character. It's like I don't want to see her in this light. But yeah, they don't make it to where I'm like, no, how dare you do that to the character? It's like, it's like, come, come on, guys, like, please, please stop. Like, let's do. Let's, what, what is the neighbor doing? Can we go? Can we go see what the neighbor's doing? Because I don't want to watch it. So, um, yeah, it's just shy of being bad. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I, I, I really like the show. Um, if they come out with a second season, I'll definitely watch it. Like, um, I love how both of them have a goal and they're like just shooting for that one goal and. Um, you have some of the other characters who show up who are rivals. Like basically everybody's rivals, but it ends up still being kind of a harem. So it's actually it is a harem, like a hundred percent. So are in love with the main guy, and even the side characters are in love with them too. So it's, yeah, it's definitely a hundred percent a harem. But um, I like how it's a harem based on shooting for your goals rather than a harem where it's like the guys like. Would y'all leave me alone? And then all the crazy stuff that happens to him is because of the love polygon. It's not mm-hmm. because of what happens with him shooting for his goals. So I like how it's not fo- 
focus on the harm. But I, yeah, I don't know. I just wish, I, wish I, they hadn't gone in that direction. Well, no, it's it's one of the things where it's like this is this is like a certain genre where it's like if if this was my first, like if I hadn't seen um, the other show that I really like and I saw this one first, it would kind of turn me off of this like subgenre because it's she's such an adorable character. Like whenever she gets like embarrassed or like he says something like super sweet to her and she's like she can't handle it. She's like. Why would you say something like that? And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. And then she'll turn around and like draw somebody in their underwear. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's it's one of the things where it's like in it pushed me off away from the series more if I would have seen this first instead of seeing a show that wasn't didn't push the raunch as much as this show did. Yeah. So now that I've kind of been like warmed into it, whenever I see another show like this, I'm like, okay, I'm going to hold other shows to the standard of this, whereas like the character has to be as cute and they can't push it as far. If they go out of that range, then I'm probably not going to like the show. Yeah. So just like I always say, um, uh, the single father and taking care of a little kid, the gold standard is um, Usagi Drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gold standard for this genre is this one you can't your character has to be as cute as this and you can't push it farther than this show's go or else you're off the chart so yep i agree i'm still waiting for another show that comes up to to usagi drop standard i really am that's all i have for this one um if you're into the the edo cute or perfect cute kind of shows like this or if you like um my sister can't be this cute uh, this pushes the rush a little far. This cur- this character is cuter. Um, I think you might like it, but if you're not into that genre, just pass on it because it's definitely not for you. The next show I'm gonna be talking about is Gene the Guardian, Silver Guardian. Ah, yes, Silver Guardian. So remember that love hate relationship thing I was talking about earlier. So uh, yeah. <laughs> See, whereas whereas with um, Dungeon, like my love hate relationship, I have like an like a eighty to eighty five percent love, and then the rest is hate. Yeah, that might be kind of like <laughs> almost reverse in that role in Saturday. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel I yeah. I feel like a parent. I feel like a parent, and I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. Um, I, I feel like there could have been so, 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 so much more involved in this. I think the format that they tried to do this in is what killed them. Oh, okay. They just, this, this whole, we're going to give you the bite sized episodes, you know? Okay. I get that format for like slice of life shows. Because, you know, it's a situation. You'll you'll have a little situation. You'll do the slice of life. Haha, funny, funny. Something happens. We all can relate to it. And then that's the end of the show, right? This is a full-blown, like, anime. There's, like, details in the world. There are things going on. And you know none of them. None of them. <laughs> I have to, like, sit here half the time... Like, you know, I have a pretty good recollection of, like, from episode to episode, even though we're going, like, week to week, and sometimes I'll even skip a week. I still have a fairly good recollection about what is going on, so that way we can immediately pick back up and be like, okay, yeah, no, absolutely, this is, sure, why not, yeah, absolutely. 
half the time I was watching this, I had to go back and be like, wait, where did we go from here to here? How did that happen? <laughs> and where was the in between? I feel like I feel like they 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 literally had full episodes, and somebody just came through with a pair of scissors and was like, "Nope, cutting this part, cutting this part, cutting that." Yep, splat. Yeah, they, here, here you go. They don't need to explain this. They know, please. <laughs> <laughs> don't need to know where we came from here and why we're doing this. Let's like, just uh, here. I'm bored. I'm cutting this out. <laughs> that literally feels like what happened. Which is why I'm disappointed. I'm like, there are things going on here. And I know it is because y'all have to have the script. Y'all have to be reading this and kind of have a recollection about what's going on. But I have no idea. Me as the watcher, I'm looking at it going, sure, let's just keep rolling with this. Did I miss a season, an episode? Was there something else going on? (laughs) I fall asleep or something? I don't know, but... So at the end of this season, if they're even do any more seasons, um, I still have no idea how and why he was doing the powers that he was doing on the first episode and the explanation for that. I have a small inkling as far as where that pyramid came from and what it's referencing to and whatnot. But as far as anything else involved in that, why there was a horde of monsters coming at him in the very beginning of the first episode i have no clue i have no clue we're done with the season i have no clue did they where he's going or what he's doing like the only the only thing i know for sure the only thing i know for sure is he is trying to save the girl that's it that's all i know and the fact that at one point there was an arena battle that was inside the game they were in and he's just there i don't know why i don't know why he was there because Nothing really came of it. Nothing really happened. I mean, he won the battle, but why we had to go do that, I have no idea. Maybe they're like, you know what? We're bored. Let's go do an arena battle. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm having a hard time reconciling this. So it's just, uh, it's not, it's not bad. It's just disappointing. Disappointing and confusing, you know? And, like, at the very beginning, you saw him working as a badass. Like, he was pulling off all these moves. He was cutting through swaths of monsters left and right. And we're now on his episode 12. 12 episodes. So 11 episodes from that point to to the end. He still fumbles around. He still has no idea what the hell he's doing. So I'm waiting for the fact of how do we – when is it that we're going to even – start to be good and be doing the things that we showed in the first episode hmm. i have no clue so did they lead, did they lead on that there's gonna be another season or do you think it's just gonna keep going into like a I, double two chorus I don't, know. I don't know it uh, might I, I it might but i'm not even sure if i want to continue at this point <laughs> It was one of those that I kept looking at going, okay, it's got to get better. You know, that episode, that first episode had a lot of like little hints about things going on. I want to know what's going on. I want to know all this and that and the other thing. I have still no clue. 12 episodes in, I'm still clueless. I don't know if I want to continue it anymore. I don't know if I want to see anymore if they're, if they do do another season or if it continues into the next season. <clears throat> there are probably way better shows that I can be watching than this. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. It seemed like, okay, just like with Clockwork, mm-hmm. the world around 
was rich and like absolutely things going on. There are so many behind the scene things. I mean, like what, two or three episodes into it, her father gets shot and killed in his office. And I'm like, why? What was going on? What's the organization behind this? I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. So, so do you, so is it a slow burn where they're like slowly just, we're going to get there eventually. Just hold on. Or are they like, just, um, uh, how about this? Shoot somebody. Uh, how about a pyramid? Like stuff it, like, yeah, it kind of feels like it, it, I was about to say before, like, that's probably a very apt description of it. It, it. But before you said that, when you said slow burn, I was like, no, it's kind of like they, they took, they took the heat element on it and they went high, low, high, low, <laughs> high, low, nearly off. Up to high. Now back to the I mean, okay. it's just, yeah. Okay. Magically, the water boils, and you have no idea why. Because you would only swear it was on for, like, 10 seconds. <laughs> That's pretty much where we're at. It's, how did we get to that point? Why was that even a part of that? So, I don't know. Okay. <sighs> Has this ruined the Iman Entertainment for you? Because I know this is the, only, the first show that you're actually watching fully from them. Oh, well, actually, I think you said you're going to wait for uh, Centaur, I think. Is that the one that they're coming out with next? I think. I can't remember. If, if that one is a full fledged anime where they do full episodes i will watch it mm-hmm. and i will i will make my decision about whether or not i like that studio based upon that because okay. right now i'm disappointed but i feel like i'm disappointed because they weren't full episodes okay. there was so much more that they could have put into it had they been given ample amount of time that a full episode would be mm-hmm. Like we have probably so like you, only half an episode on each one, so yeah. So you feel like you'd be twice as far in the story by now, and right now they're just kind of trying your patience, and you're like, I don't, eh. I don't necessarily know if I would be further along in the story. I feel like I would have a better understanding of what's going on. Like it would, the the pieces would actually all connect to each other, and I'd be like, oh yeah, no, yeah, this is this happened because of this. This was going on because of this. These are his motivations for this and we're good at this point i have no clue okay so as far as the pace of the story the pace is fine they're just not explaining anything basically but see that's the thing because because i feel like there are gaps in between the pacing seems super quick (laughs) okay (laughs) but i feel like if the gaps got filled, I think the pacing would be more understandable okay so see that's kind of a trick kind of a trick question because it's like is the pacing quick? Yes, it is like super quick. We jump from she's doing this to all of a sudden the dad dies to all of a sudden we're inside of a video game to all of a sudden we're doing a Coliseum battle. And like there was this huge thing on the freeway that in between all that and she got kidnapped and I don't even know where she's at right now. But hey, we're just we're inside a video game for some reason. You know, and it's just like, yeah, and, and even the way they get inside the video game, I'm not even sure how that happens. I'm not even sure. <laughs> he literally has a phone something something like this basically something like that allows him to be inside of a video game okay. reason why how did that happen i have no clue okay. you know maybe there's an explanation for it but like there there there's so many like for every question that gets answered 20 bazillion more spring up hmm. but we forget about those 20 bazillion more and we follow on one other question 
And then that's it. And it's like, wait, how, why, where, what? (laughs) So, yes, if they're the ones doing Centaur for next season, I will hold my judgment until I've watched at least that one. But if it's another short one... I think it's a regular episode. Okay, but if it's another short one, I'm just saying, I'm done with them. I'm done with them. But if it's a long one, I will. if it's a regular episodes... I will watch it and then I will make my judgment then about it because I feel like they just didn't they just didn't have enough time. They got gypped on it for some reason or whether I don't know. Mm-hmm. They could have done better, but maybe just because of limitations, they didn't get to that. So hopefully, something better happens. Okay. Um, as far as the format, um, I usually don't mind short shows if they give me enough to where I'm like, ah, oh, it's over. Okay, let's go on the next episode. Um, the first show that I watched from them. Um, I can't remember what it's called now, but um, <laughs> yeah, the story sounded memory loss. Yeah, that's, the story sounded cool, and the image, uh, the the pro- promotional picture was cool. But um, key visual, there you go. Key visual was cool. But um, I also had the same issue that did that you had. Um, even though it's full episodes, I'm like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Somebody explain something. So. Um, I'm very curious to see what this centaur show is going to be like. Because if they if they go on in this show and don't explain things, then I know that this studio does not like to explain things. So um, I don't know. It that, seems like it seems like okay. Again, is if the, the new one that they're coming out with centaur. Yes, it has mythical creatures in it, but I think you can get away with not necessarily explaining because i mean you can just kind of have that do that understanding you're like okay monsters exist <laughs> done if monsters yeah. exist in the real world because you already have a basis for that being like okay it's set in the real world this is our world is set in the only difference is monsters exist okay cool i can i can roll with you on that i can i can be a part of that but like for this one we have a video game world i have no idea what the rules, regulations, what goes on, why people are doing this, the fact that there's supposedly real money involved and people are like putting, I mean, there is a whole bunch of like stipulations where I'm looking at going, why? What was the point? Why would we do that? Why, why is this happening? Why did we do that? All right, whatever. So, <laughs> I'm hopeful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, like I was saying for um, the Centaur one, um, just like with uh, interviews with Monster Girls, like I hold, I have a, even though I haven't watched all of that show, I have a really nice bar for this Centaur show to live up to. So, yeah. so I'm like, uh, it's going to be tough for this series as depends, far as. Depends upon my, which direction it goes. Yeah. If it goes in a similar direction for interviews, then that'll be what I'll be comparing it to. And that'll be the standard that I hold it up to. Because yeah. that was an amazing show. Yeah, so um, I, I feel bad for this series because I'm like, if <laughs> like you, you don't goes, explain to me, you don't explain to you, and now it's like you got a bar now. <laughs> yeah, well, and I mean, but see, if they go in the direction of um, Monster Musume, yeah. yeah, if they go in the direction of that, that was a decent show. Don't get me wrong, but that's a totally different way of going. Mm-hmm. So I would not hold it to the same standards as Interview with Monster Girls. I would hold it to Monster Musume's standard of like, all right, did you make me laugh? Was it funny? <laughs> did we have awkward situations where we're just sitting here doing face palms all the time? Okay, you did a decent job. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, we'll see. All right. Next show <laughs> we're going to be talking about is Matsume Eugene Show 6. 
Hi, yes. Natsume Yujincho 6. Oh my goodness. Um, and the last episode for the season still has not to come out yet, so I think it's going to come out soon, though. Because it was one of the ones that started later than the rest of them. Okay. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Every, every time Natsume comes <laughs> up, it's like... I, I feel like I'm sitting here and I'm like I'm, I'm a I'm a broken record, once again, you know nothing nothing overly changes in the series. There are little things. Don't get me wrong. In each season, little things happen. Development occurs, but we're not talking about like drastic changes or anything. Development occurs. We continue on, and you know it's it's like meeting an old friend. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen each other in a while, but hey, we're still old friends. We catch up with each other and then we're, we, you know, we go our separate ways and we wait until the next time that we meet back up. That's what I feel like with Natsume. You know, we, we've, uh, his, his life continues, obviously continues right where we left off from before, but his life continues and we just move along with that until the next season comes and then we just keep, keep on trailing it along. Um, but I don't get bored with it. I don't. I don't feel bad about it. I don't get bored with it. I feel like we're. I'm interested from start to finish, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that they are constantly putting forth new monsters and new new characters that continue. They they don't ever feel like they're out of place. They yeah. just continue along with what they're doing, and it's great. Um, I will say for those, I mean, you're probably way long way from watching this because you have so many more seasons to catch up on. So I'll say some things that I wouldn't have with Attack on Titan because I know those have been spoilers. But so a little bit of a little bit of spoilers here because it's discussion. Um, he has never before announced to another human about the fact that the, the, the Book of Friends existence. Uh... He's never before. Because, well, one, he doesn't feel like he, he would trust anyone. And then, two, wow. there's not a lot of people who would really understand what it entails. Okay. And it was recently when he was on kind of an expedition with a exorcist friend of his uh -huh. that one of the yokai came up to him and demanded the book from him. And he didn't uh -huh. realize the exorcist was in the same room. Ah. Uh -huh until after the fact so they got rid of the yokai but now the secret's out okay he, he, something you know and it's like i don't know it was one of those tense moments where you're, you're looking at it going is something bad gonna happen because of this is it gonna be something so i don't know i i want natsume's had such a rough life in his life oh. that he's the type of character you want good things to happen to yeah. Like when some when good things happen in his life, you're like, oh, that's great. Yeah, good for you, Betty. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And he doesn't have a lot of people in his life that understand. Let's say, let me rephrase that. He doesn't have a lot of humans in his life that he can relate to and understand what he's going through and the situations and can be nice about it. This exorcist was one of the few people, actual people, who have full understanding of what he's going through and are cool with that. But now the fact that this has been brought up, and he explained it to him later exactly what the Book of Friends entails. And at first he was cool with it, but then after Natsume left, he began saying it should just be destroyed. But here's the thing. You cannot destroy that book. If you destroy the names in that, in that book, you destroy the yokai involved with that book. 
So Natsume will never ever agree to that. But that's something that this exorcist or his friend already has in his mind. That this is supposed to be dangerous and he needs to get rid of it. He needs to just burn it, get rid of it, destroy it. And it's like, no. Because you're like, he's been a good, he's been a great guy with Natsume the entire time. They've helped each other out. Things have gone great. And and you kind of almost feel for the guy because the, the guy, you kind of learn bits and pieces of him too. And you're like, he's kind of had a rough time too. But then this happens. You're like, you almost feel betrayed for Natsume. You're like, no. Yeah. Good. You got to understand these things. Yeah. No. Stop it. So now I'm going to be curious if the book ever goes missing, if he's the one who's got it. Yeah. And not because he wants to use the book for nefarious reasons, which is what Natsume has always been worried about, but because he just wants to destroy it, which kind of is a nefarious reason on its own. Yeah. So do they ever like explain like the quantity of names that are in that book? Or is it just like a just a book of names? It's just a book of names. They never really explain uh, exactly how many how many are in there. But yeah, he's, constantly, uh, he's constantly giving yokai back their names. Yeah. But there's still quite a few names left in that book. Yeah. So, until, so it's actually, like... until he actually comes face to face with each of those yokai and is capable of returning their names. There's no way he can do it. He can't just try to return the names without having the yokai here in front of him. Yeah. Because he has to have a full picture in his mind before he's able to return their names to them. Yeah, I, I love how they don't, like, quantify it. Because then you're like, it could be, like, 20 or it could be, like, 2,000 names. It's like, there's yeah. no, ah. You know, and, and, and you, you, feel, you feel for him. You feel for Natsume because it almost feels like a betrayal. But at the same time, you're like, he's been dreading this moment for, you know, a long time. Because he's like, he's a friend of his? Yes. Do they kind of trust each other? Sure. But he knows that he's, this guy's an exorcist and that this book could potentially pose a threat to their friendship. And here we go. Now that it's been revealed, you know, at first he seems like he's okay, but I don't know. But then, like, uh, Neko-sensei, he, I don't think Neko-sensei entirely trusts him, so that might be something he'll look out for. I don't know. Because yeah. when he was explaining it to him, the, the Neko-sensei was sitting there in the grass in his cat form, kind of keep giving him, like, a sideways glance, and I think he was trying to gauge upon his reaction what you know, was going to happen. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. It's sad that I have more of a, more of a, I have more trust in the series with the yokai than I do with humans, which I think uh, is their, their, what they've been intending to do because they always paint humans with the, with the exception of a few. He uh-huh. has maybe two or three friends in his life that he's actually open with for the most part. And you can trust them. But yeah. for the, everything, everyone else, nope. which I mean, yeah. this was a huge violation of trust. And he hasn't even told his foster parents about any of this either. Yeah. And now that this has happened, now I'm like, oh, God, in the next season, are they going to throw that in there? And what's going to happen there? Uh, this already went in a bad situation. So what are they going to say? I mean, they're probably going to be worried. Don't get me wrong. They'll probably be the parental type and they'll be they'll be worried for his life. So they'll be like, well, this is really dangerous because there could be yokai that, you know, there have always been yokai that try to get the book from him. You know, and then it's like, then there's always yokio. You know, some of the yokai that he's given names back to are kind of dangerous on their own, too. So 
I, you know, they might be like, well, no, it's too dangerous and, and get rid of it. And this, that, and the other thing. It's like, he can't get rid of it. He's literally the only person who can return their names, period. Yeah. Nobody else in the family has the ability, so far as we know, to see yokai like him and his grandmother did. So none of the other ones can see them to be able to return their names to them. So um, I guess it's a two-part question. Um, I'm curious. Like, so you mentioned alchemist. So one, I wanted to know, did like the whole alchemist thing? Like, did he join and all that kind of stuff? And then also, can the alchemist see? Can the alchemist see the yokai? Yeah, you mean the exorcist? Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, yes, the exorcists can see the yokai. Because, okay. um, I mean, that's how, kind of their, their job. That's their profession. Okay. They're exorcists. They actually see all the yokai. Um, and usually, and, and they've kind of, it's kind of interesting. They've kind of described that a little bit more in the last two, and, and this season more than anything else, is that there's been two exorcists that we've seen that one of them during the course of his life lost his powers to be able to see. And once he stopped being able to see, he no longer like he had three familiars. I want to say three, three yokai that were tied to him, but because he lost his powers to see them, they went rampant because they're tied to him, but he's no longer an exorcist because he can't see them and he can't control them anymore, but he can't dissolve the bond because he can't see them. So it's like, uh, well, that's kind of sucks. And then there was yeah. another instance, Exorcist died. But because he died, his yokai that had been his basically familiars, they were still loyal to him. Uh, it was just the fact that he was just no longer was there. So it's kind of an interesting situation. And I'm not even 100% sure that that holds true in all situations in this uh, world that they live in now. But, you know, it might be a fact that maybe it was just because the one who it was the type of yokai he had or I don't know what, but it's still very interesting and, and very cool to, cause like the guy, the exorcist that died, his two familiars were actually two twin dragons. Uh, they're like the, the tr- they, they were small versions of like traditional Chinese dragons. Okay. And that was just cool as all heck to, to see and whatnot. Because they ended up bumping into him because he found they were looking for the the old exorcist uh, study to find uh-huh. his notes, and on the one of the doors there were two different doors into the study, and they were actually in two different parts of the house that he lived in. They were connected uh-huh. through magic. Um, was one of the dragons, and in, like they found the door, and you just see the dragon and the and the wood relief, and then when they tried to open it, he came partly out of the wood relief, and you're like. Uh-huh. That's kind of cool. <laughs> to him and stuff, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. I like that. So I mean, the, the series always has little things to it, and and the every little thing to it just adds to it that much more. Mm-hmm. You feel the characters are so well developed. You feel a connection with them. You know, like I was saying before, his victories are your victories, and. You, you know, you want good things to happen and, and you feel the betrayal even when he doesn't or hasn't yet because, you know, certain things maybe that he doesn't. And, you know, so characters are well developed. Storylines great. It's always something new and interesting to see. There's always a yokai that's, you know, some off the wall thing. I mean, from like mermaids to there was this giant like furry creature of some sort that had was not the brightest one in the world, 
but like he had a tadpole for a friend that was a big tadpole but he had a tadpole for a friend and they had like this really funny relationship between them but it's like these things that you see and it's always he learns more about his grandmother and and how her past was like pretty bad too because of her ability to see yokai and yeah i i I probably again i probably sound like a broken record i'm saying things i've probably said i don't know how many times before but each time it's just it's fun it's exciting and and you just want to see and you want to know more so yeah i i i've only watched one episode of this show out of six seasons and like you're explaining like key points and i'm like oh no what's gonna happen and i haven't even watched it so i'm like this show is amazing like one day like i always say people uh, out there ever doing a slice of life story for any reason i mean look this one up watch it if you enjoy slice of life if you're trying to do something similar to a slice of life story this this to me is the bar as we've said before and many other things about there being a bar standard for certain genres and certain stories and whatnot, this to me is the bar for Slice of Life. If a Slice of Life story can't meet this, I'm not interested in it. Okay. So. Cool. The next show I'm going to be talking about is another one I actually watched. Recreators. Oh, this was such an interesting one. Ooh, man. I love this. And I am glad that it's continuing through next season. Yep. Oh, so and as I've told Big D before, um, and if you guys have watched uh, anything we've ever said before, I typically hate openings. <laughs> yes. I hate openings. Okay, I hate them for a couple reasons. One, I'm not a huge fan of Japanese music, but I do kind of like some of it, so I, I kind of skip over that. But the other thing is, is that typically speaking, the openings to me are like spoilers yeah. for. The rest of the series and i'm like i don't want to watch that why are you just no i don't want to i'm not interested in that uh, i'd rather come to these conclusions on my own and not have you go oh here's a character you've never been introduced yet he's an integral part <laughs> you know like no yeah. come to these conclusions on my own um the opening for this i love it <laughs> i love the music I love the fact that yes, they're introducing characters, and I'm I'm probably glad I, I didn't watch the opening until like the first like the first three episodes, three or four episodes yeah. or whatever, because that way I saw all the characters. I've already seen all the characters that they were going to introduce, and I'm like, oh, I hate that person. Oh, I hate but see, they're not doing anything necessarily involved with the story. They're yeah, just, it's not a it's not a clip out of the show. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're literally just seeing they're doing like you know you, you see them in the pose, you see them like you know doing a fighting move or something. You're like, oh, that's cool. Hey, whatever. You know, sure, why not? People out there, people, you gotta do an opening for an anime. That's how you do it. Do not spoil anything do not make it like something integral to the actual show itself no just have like some sort of fun little thing to do and go from there you know and that's kind of like why i think one of the ones like with uh with bleach was another one that i watched the openings for before it's like yeah you, you see the characters but they're doing random things and they're just you know walking around or maybe they're fighting but you don't see like it's always who they're fighting you're just like oh yeah. someone's swinging their sword doing a power hey that's cool whatever yeah so, and, and rare um intros to naruto they they won't be doing story stuff they'll just be like it's a big dance party yeah see and i'm like hey that if you want to do something like that 
awesome. Sure, why not? But that's the reason why I hate openings. So <laughs> this one, awesome opening. I love the music. I love how they like, and that's another thing too. Make your music match what you're doing here. This was like nice, high impact, going intense, moving kind of like I'm. When I'm listening to it, I'm like sitting here going, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, it's awesome, you know. So, but then that kind of goes along with the anime because there's a lot of like action sequences going on. It's like high action, but it's so much fun. So I'll let you. I'll let you say first on this one. So I just wanted to throw that in there for the opening. All right. <laughs> oh, where did I even begin? Um, <laughs> so basically the overarching story is that in this world, there are this, this world is basically just like our world. It's based in the Japanese manga and anime kind of community where there are popular artists and not so popular artists. The most popular characters from certain series have somehow been pulled out of their stories and they've become real and they're in our world. And see, it's uh, not even, it's not even just that it's like from all over, like manga, short story, anime, even video game. Yeah. Even, and also even like, um, anime music videos. Cause mm-hmm. I think the villain actually came from one of those. And yeah. she is basically tr- once they become once they come into the world she's trying to get to them first so she can pull them on her side so she can invoke her pl- her plan to destroy the world yeah <laughs> yeah so um it's it's a really really cool concept because a lot like a lot of the characters they it's one of the things where they like reflect on themselves they're like you created me i am all powerful you're not um there was one character who was fighting and she's like, she saw blood for the first time. And she's like, wait, this is not supposed to be happening. And she like questions like her motivations on what she's doing. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a really, really, really cool anime. It's another one of the things where um, there's always this one little thing that I love in anime where they put like social media and like current technology into the show. Whereas like a Twitter post can actually like affect the story. And it's it's really really cool. This uh, this show is amazing. This is my number one of the season. Like I am absolutely loving it, and I'm definitely going to continue to the next season. Um, I will yeah, I, I will say like this would probably be like as far as new series goes, this would be my number one of the season. If it was like continue like I, I'm kind of torn between Natsume and and this one. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like. <laughs> I'm a little like as far as number one for this season, they're both vying. But if it was just straight for like a new season, new series, this would definitely be my number one as well. So, yeah, I, I, and, uh, uh, so yeah. so good. Just the like characters are amazing. They're yes. well fleshed out. Like, well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is this was the genius of what they did with this. Okay, they took characters that we essentially already know. For those of us who have watched watched animes, read novels or short stories, played video games. Each of these characters is relatable. We've seen these characters. Hell, the the one the one from the one that had the mech. That's pretty much Shinji from from Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> it's pretty much Shinji. They made it fem- they made it female and they made, you know, that's yeah. actually a guy. It is? Yeah, he has a girlish voice, but I was like as soon as I saw him, I'm like He's very androgynous. I'm like, I say girl. And then the very first line, he's like, oh, yeah, 
this guy, he in the mech. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I can't must have missed that. Okay. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, but basically that's Shinji. And then like, there are so many other, like the hero, the knight. I mean, I'm sure there's characters we can all probably relate to with that. Um, magical girls, magical girl. Absolutely. How how many different, different magical girls have we not seen already? I mean, so that's the genius of this. They don't necessarily need to do a lot of character development because they just roll with what you already know. Mm -hmm. Which is great. I mean, that's that's part of like any good story. Like you try to take parts of realism that the people that you know are going to be watching your actual or watching reading or whatever, whatever it is that you're doing. So that way there's something that ties them into it. Yeah. So because they've already got that, they don't need to worry about that. So they can focus on other things and make it just that much more, which is great. I love it. You know, I love And you know me, I love, I love the action scenes in that. Oh, Uh, uh, so damn much that, that, uh, fight set that they had at the, the rooftop parking lot. it, It was a whole bunch of people fighting whole bunch of people. Um, but it had that one dude who's who's like the one who has or had the samurai woman. Yeah. And then Oh, that was on top of a building? Yeah, that was on top of a building. Uh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was just some parking lot or something. No, it was on top of <laughs> okay. it, was, it was like it was one of those multi story parking lot things. Uh, okay. It's on the rooftop of it. That's why you saw the parking lot itself, but it was a rooftop uh, parking lot. Okay. Um but anyways like yeah, that 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 whole fight that was up there, oh, I just freaking loved it. And I so like okay, there are characters, and I've said this before. Like even when you were saying before with Aromanga Sensei, like I said, I hate that n- the neighbor girl. Just yeah. annoyed the hell out of me. Okay, I've had characters where I'm like, I hate that character, and and it, it turns me off from it. Yeah, that one girl that he was fighting. Which yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, I hate her, but it's so it's one of those like that's that's good. You yeah. want to hate you need that. That is her character. I'm like, yeah. you played that really well because I hate your character. Yes, you're kind of funny, but at the same time, I hate your character. Yeah. So this is, that's the exact same uh, reaction I had to um, video game. I played Borderlands uh, Borderlands 2. They have a character called Jack in uh-huh. there. And his character, like, by the time the end of the game, you have the option, like, you have the option of killing him or letting someone else kill him. Uh, I didn't even wait for them to finish. I just shot him right then and there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna shoot him. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> like, so you can either, and I'm like, Pff. and I'm like, wait, you were gonna say something? I'm sorry. Was, Was that more I- than that? Did I? Am I okay? Like, were you gonna say not do it? Don't worry, I handled it. It's all great. But see, that's the same thing. Like with that character, that girl. Like, I probably wouldn't shoot her, but at the same time, you're like, oh, I hope he wins. I hope he kicks her ass about that, and then he doesn't, and I'm like, damn it! <laughs> I wanted you to kick her ass. I was so yeah. hopeful. I would say the last um, villain that I know for sure you got like super mad about was um Beetlejuice from ReZero. 
where it's like, oh, kill him. Just kill him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, God. Now you made me remember that. Damn you. You made me remember him. I was good not remembering him. Yeah, so um, I want to do something like a little different. Like, because this show is so, so good, I kind of want to like go through like some of the characters and say like one good thing and one bad thing about it because I I, I want to do like a somewhat in depth thing. So like like let's I, I, I'm gonna just go ahead like um so the main character um he's kind of just the average, average. person that you kind of like project yourself onto and then um he held back a secret that like was very important to the story and like for two and a half episodes I was like say something come on and like horrible things happen because of it so like i like that that is a good character where i'm like just i'm yelling at him to do something and like things go wrong and i'm just like i don't hate you because i kind of under i don't i'm you, nobody's explained what exactly happened but i know it's somewhat your fault and i'm i'm angry about you for that and then so once yeah, I, have, I, you, have you not watched have you not watched the last part of that no no i've, I've seen it i just i don't want to spoil okay. it okay Oh, okay, 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 okay. I was about to say, wait, 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 wait. wait. We explained that. That was explained. Yeah, so, like, when you finally explain it, I'm like, okay, I get why you didn't say anything, but you should have still said something. I... I don't know. I might I might disagree with you on that one for that one. Okay. I, yeah. I feel, yes, his character is very average. And yes, that is intentional because you are meant to be able to project onto that character. You're meant to feel for that character and become a part of that character. Um, now, I don't know. Like, I knew he had something big. And I knew it was troubling him. I knew it was, it was bothering him. When it finally came out, I kind of feel the same way that the other artist that was there talked with him about it. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to feel sorry for you in that regards. But at the same time, I know because the guilt that you're feeling, it, I can't say that, that, that you're, you're, you know, I can't absolve you of that, but it's not necessarily, it's indirectly your fault. And that's not something you should be holding on to in that regards. Feel guilt for that. Sure. But like, it, it's, it's a very I like I, I like how they set that up because yeah. that is a very hard thing to like your your emotions will cover you more than your actual mind. So the his reaction and how he did that, like there have been times, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like with 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 uh Shinji and uh Neon Genesis Evangelion, like, oh my god. I like <laughs> Because you're just freaking idiot. You're not thinking, and and this is not you know what is it? no stop it, stop it. I wasn't doing that with him. So like with your reaction to that, I totally understand that. But I wasn't doing that with him because they set that up in such a way that it made you like to me. I felt for that, and I'm like okay, I can see why that would be a hard thing. For you to be like, I, I want to. And you could tell when he tried to talk with, um, what's her face? The librarian. Yeah. That he, he wanted to. He yeah. wanted to. And that's good. That's a good character development. That's a good yeah. characterization. And, yeah. Okay. And, and, I think it's good. Well, like, meet the other. She, she knew he wanted to say something, too. Yeah. She, so, like, that's that's good characterization. Yeah. And being able to, like, you you know, without him having to even think it monologue it to himself or say it you know he wants to say something he just can't he can't bring himself to yeah 
and that's that that is great i like that yeah um so i guess next year i'll talk about the redhead fire girl oh yeah so she she impressed me a lot when i um first when i saw her like when she first appeared in the series because she kind of She's like really powerful. She's really smart. And then she kind of just takes into where she's like, you know what? I understand how all this is working. So like, I'll just make the best out of it. And once they found out like how, like what is actually happening, she'll like, okay, I'm gonna do my part. And I just, there's nothing like I didn't like about her character. Um, it's like, like I was totally on board with everything that she did. So she was kind of like she was she was a good character, but she was kind of like fell back as far as like me being passionate about her character. Like she I, was, you know, I was I was gonna say like I, I think she was very mid range character. There was nothing overly bad about her. She fell right into it, and it was such a it was such a smooth transition into it. Uh-huh. That to me, I was just like, all right, you know, it, it, you never, it, it didn't feel like you had to like get involved with her to for her to get involved. Yeah. Sometimes you involve yourself with a character to feel, you know, and 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 they and they get involved, and that's when you really start to connect. Yeah. I really didn't feel like there was necessarily a connection, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just mm-hmm. because she had no outstanding like issues, problems, or concerns, or anything. It was just she was very mid range character. Yeah, it's the best way I can really say it. I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see. I think another um, like mid race character was like the the mech guy, the Shinji guy. Yep. But uh, like, okay, so to me, he did. He was kind of a mid range character, but there was that one instance where he took the main dude out on his mech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Okay, so like, I really didn't have instances with the flame-haired girl with that. Like, she was only ever like there for like mostly the fights kind of thing. She kind of like helped things, did things. It's pretty much what it, it almost feels like. She's just she's the warrior. That's what she does. She goes out there, and and that should be kind of the same way with all of them. But with him, for the mech, when he took when he took him out and they had their conversation, that's character development. That gives you a little more insight to him and allows you to feel more towards him. That's more you know. Don't be wrong. Like I said, they all have a connection. Because they all are pre-existing kind of characters, but I felt more of a connection with him then, because you actually could see, you you get more of what he goes through, you know. Yeah. He understands his character, and he's trying to help others, and he understands his flaws, and you know, there's there's more to that, but it was it, I think that was really cool in that regards okay. for that to happen, you know. And he's and I also kind of feel like he's kind of one of those fun characters. Yeah. Because he's one of those fun characters because everyone's like, he has a freaking giant mech. Yeah. And like, we don't want to have him there <laughs> because he has a giant mech. <laughs> but let's try not to use him unless we absolutely have to. They're like, it's so hard to try to cover up this stuff. They're like, we are trying our best. It's like, it was like the news reporter, he's like, we're trying to, di- <laughs> we're trying to disable a bomb. Boom. And like everything's fine. Boom. <laughs> Don't worry. We we have it under control. And they're like, please, we like just keep the mech in the sky. Like, like we we can't we can't explain that. <laughs> so I love I love that. Like even the creator. Like when uh when he called um one of the other creators and he's like, 
hey, dude, I got a situation. And he's like, oh, yeah, your character showed up in the real life? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I got the one dude here. And, like, I hit the mech, like, over in a football field because that's the it's only thing. It's, it's only, <laughs> that's the only thing bigger than it. So, <laughs> so I was, oh, I loved, I loved, the, like, the comedy of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say, what did you think about um, the sword guy? I loved how um, he was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And you help me out and I'll help you back. And then, like with a lot of the other characters, the witch got under his skin and he got, like, hurt. So. Yeah, I, I like him. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he is very stereotypical in his his attitude and, and, and how he perceives himself. Like, I already, even from looking at him, I'm like, okay, I know exactly how you had this character. Yeah, off, right off the bat. And usually those type of characters annoy me because they're just like the just... You know, oh, I do what I want. You know, I'm like, dude, come on now. You got to understand. Yes, you want to do what you want. But if you don't help with this, everyone's going to die. So let's get with it. You know, let's let's understand this here. But see, to me, he did kind of have that attitude, but he's more understandable. He doesn't like, oh, I do what I want. You can't tell me what to do. He's like, I do what I want. But yeah, you're probably right. We should probably take care of that. Otherwise, you know all of creation dies and ends so let's probably try to avoid that yeah all right now i'll help you out but don't tell don't give me orders i'm just gonna go in there and take care of whatever it is i'm gonna do you know (laughs) so like i get his character he's got that bad boy persona to him Mm. but he's still at least uh, he's a decent character Mm. i like how he started being all buddy buddy with the other dude was it? I can't remember if it was like over food or something like that. Where like they both mention something they that they like have a commonality with, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, high five. And it was just like kind of out of his character. But yeah, I, really I do. Cool. I will say I like the the rivalry he has with the old dude on the other side. Yeah, now he's got a rivalry dude, between them. Yeah, like there's they haven't explained a lot with him, and I hope they get more into his character in the second series since there's yeah. um. There's less people on that side. Um, well, there were less than that. Like, it's crazy stuff is happening. But um, with him, I don't know. He's kind of like the dad. He's like, y'all kids. <laughs> yeah, like... he is. But at the same time, there's definitely like a big, big rivalry between the two of them because they'll go out of each other's way when they see each other. Yeah. And and go after each other. Yeah. So I, I like I, I like that. Hmm. I'd say another character that um surprisingly is underdeveloped is the villain. Like I get that though. They're not yeah. wanting to give you a lot of information because you're mainly like you are going back and forth between two sides. Yeah. But you are mainly following the good guys and their their whole role for this first part of the the season was trying to figure out who she was, what yeah. her motivation is and how they can stop her. They just now recently got to that point. It yeah. Took long. So now you're actually learning more about her through that. Yeah. So I, I get that. I, they didn't want to show share all that information right from the get go. They wanted her to remain mysterious and unknown. Uh-huh. You know, that's why, like, during that battle, you saw her do some crazy stuff. And it was one of those surprises even to you. Like, holy crap, she can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Later yeah. on, you get explained, which is great, yeah. but 
it's still one of those things that they didn't want to give that away right from the get-go. Yeah. With with them explaining her powers, I kind of feel like they made her a little bit overpowered, but then they kind of, like, they're using the reason why she's overpowered to kind of, like, combat against her. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of, like, with the pace, like, how they're setting up the second season... I'm kind of thinking about the first season and I'm trying to think like how much destruction are they doing and how often are they doing that? It's I'm pretty sure it's not every night. They're like just destroying buildings and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Cause it's, I think it's in the course of probably a couple of months that they've been going at it so far. Yeah. Um, Like, yeah, for me, I kind of wish I had a little bit more of like the, the timeline. Yeah. The timeline, because when they're like, okay, we're going to do this one thing and it's probably going to take like three to six months. And I'm like, what's going to happen to the city? I'm like, three to six months is like a long time. So that kind of threw me off. But I think because of the situation at the end where what happened happened, they realized there's a breathing room that they have to be able to air and combat for the the final get-go. So I think... More than likely, what's going to end up happening is when the next part of this, basically kind of season two, kind of kicks off, I think there's going to be a time lapse. Yeah. And and the next episode that we have, since they've now agreed upon the plan and how they're going to do that, we're probably going to pick it back up maybe like a couple weeks before the final due date. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, Which I'm yeah, totally cool with. I'm totally. Oh fine. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Because I'm I like, mean, what could they, what could they actually do, show that would be like as compelling as what they've been showing yeah. as far as that. So like it'd go into like a slice there, of life kind of thing. There, there might there might be like one episode that is kind of like the overcapping of what happens in the in between, and then they'll then they'll just follow right along with, okay, here we go. Now this is now this is what's happening. Kind yeah, of thing. So yeah. you might you might get one of those slice of life episodes in the in between kind of thing, but yeah. I think it'll only be like one episode where they're like, okay, this is what's happening. This is what everyone's doing. Yay! Okay, now we go back to the important stuff. Yeah. Which I mean, don't get me wrong; it'll still be important, but it won't be necessarily like groundbreaking. Yeah. Kind of thing. So. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm so, about it. Cool. Um, they as far as like. They introduced like one more character right at the end, so um, I think that as far as like them introducing more characters, I feel like the pace that they're doing it is good. Like, like you're not like, oh okay, they haven't introduced anybody in a while. It's like it's one of the things where it's like you get the new characters, you get to know them, you get engrossed, and then, and then you see them a few times. Yeah, and then somebody else shows up, and you're like, oh, awesome! What do you do? Yeah, <laughs> let's get to know you. So it's they introduce characters. I will say as a final a final thought for characters, what do you think about the Night Lady? Yeah, there's two more characters I wanted to get to. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so I was like, I want to get to the villain like overarching. Now I want to go back to um, the last two characters, the Magic Girl and the Knight. So the Knight, um, speaking of knights, I want to go on a tangent, uh, non-anime related. Uh, Transformers The Last Knight. I relate this to the show is because I hated that movie. Like I, I was very disappointed by it. Um, and my reasons are... Be, like I, I, me, I don't care about those movies. Um, they have to be fun and pretty. If they're not, if they're pretty, fine. If they're not fun, then I won't like it. This last movie to me was not fun. I don't know if it's a maturity thing. Like I'm starting to like better stories and like this. Like before, like even with our show, me, I go for the visuals. We watch all the trailers, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty. This is pretty. This is pretty. This looks good. And then as far as story, you pick your shows by that. So for me, 
for Transformers to be pretty and not interesting, that shows an evolution that I've noticed in myself. So one thing that reminded me about Recreators was there was this one character who was just bullheaded and he was like, we got to do this, 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 blah, 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 blah. And he's like adamant about it. And then something happens and he fails and he's like devastated. And I'm like, I don't know what to feel because I don't know why you were as adamant as doing your one thing. So that like Transformers, the movie reminded me of the night where it's like, she's kind of bullheaded and she's like, we have to do this. It's like, I don't completely understand this world, but as a knight, my honor, I want to do this. You're against this. I have to fight you because I'm a knight. And she's slowly starting to break that character down. So I think, I think in the beginning, I actually kind of understand her. I do. And I kind of feel sorry for her because Mm -hmm. I understand that in the beginning she was manipulated. Yeah. She was manipulated. And she's now understanding that too. Yeah. But in the beginning she was manipulated and I get it because I mean, it's a foreign, they got dragged in from their world. And, and for some of them, the world that they were in, is pretty similar to our world. There's some key differences and whatnot, but it's pretty similar. Her world is like completely different. Like not yeah. like, I mean, there's dragons, there's like intense, like night battle wars. We're doing hand-to-hand combat and stuff like that. And then she comes to our world and it's like a, a culture shock. Yeah. Okay, so it's a culture shock and she's alone knows nobody and is confused and she's very she's very earnest and she's very honest and very naive in that regards yeah so she took what the for the villain as more of an authoritative figure and i think when she stepped in was when the magical girl and the uh, the that one sword dude was uh was fighting Mm-hmm. And that looked bad in that regards. Mm-hmm. And and if you had that the sword dude and the magical girl fighting against each other, who would you like if you knew nothing about what was going on and you just saw the two of those two of them fighting, who would you think was the good guy? Who would you think was the bad guy? <laughs> the knight, because knights are good. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. As far as like the sword dude and the magical girl. Because the knight oh. On them fighting. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would pick the magical girl because she's a little girl. You'd pick the magical girl because she's a little girl. She looks innocent. Yeah. And the thing is, is she was also um, misled, manipulated by the villain. So I, I completely understand. And so when she was having her, like, laser focus on I gotta do this... That was simply because she was getting fed misinformation from the villain. That was it. So she believed only because this is what she got told that you're here because of this and you need to find your creator and you need to have him change your story. So that way your world is a better world. And that was all she wanted. She didn't want to hurt anybody. She didn't want to kill anyone else. She only wanted her creator to change her story so that way her world would be a better place that's all yeah so i get that you know and even further saying the fact that you know she has um she never like she has a you know obviously very bad methods uh, as we've seen and her way of doing things but again that's from where she's from and that's what yeah. she understands so yeah. that's just 
her way of doing things. Is it a little bit rough? Yeah. Could she have done <laughs> things a little bit better? Sure. But that's not something she really knows. Yeah. And especially when there's certain parts where characters are trying to explain something, she would just shut them up because, like, the foundation of her personality doesn't deal with that kind of stuff. So exactly. I, I love that she was like, I know now that what I'm doing may be wrong, but I don't know how to deal with this. So I'm going to just now, keep going with Now she's actually trying to fix it. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, it's one of the things where she got, she got some time to just sit and think yeah. because in the heat of battle, she's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm no, I can't deal with this right now. So yeah. I like that so far, I'd say, I want to say the knight is probably my favorite character because of like how she's changing. Like she, so far, I, I think that she has like the most change. Most character development in it. Yeah. And then my second favorite is like the magical girl because she was super powerful and she was one of the first people to like start making waves on that side. And she was naive, just like the knight said to her a, a few times. And like after seeing blood and everything, she realized how powerful she was. And she kept saying, like, people would say, like, use your ultimate attack and she's like I, I can't do that and like it's it's really cool like i don't know like it, it's I, nice... I think for for her like seeing her development was probably the most exciting thing with her she had so much development like you were saying from the blood thing to understanding her her naivety and understanding she was wrong and then trying to fix it mm-hmm. like out of all the characters I think so far she has had the most development, which kind of is sad when everything's said and done. But yeah. that's besides the point. Um, and I, you know, I would I would chuck down to her naivety, like naivete, because it's like you can't no, do that she, if you. She had the, she had the most willing to learn, and she she herself evolved from where she once was. Yeah, because she even like went and talked to the enemy. She's like, I am understanding this, and I was told this. What is your opinion? And like, I, I love like if the and night- see how many are how many are willing to do that exactly. You yeah. know, even even if not even in this story, just in general, if you know somebody is think of them as the enemy, how many of you do you think will actually go out and actually try to have a conversation with them? That yeah. takes a lot from a personal perspective to be able to accomplish something like that. So I, you know, yeah. hats off, bravo. Yeah, and then for her to be kind of weary and not to just jump sides she's like you know what i'm gonna stay here and i'm gonna try to do something about it like yeah. I, I i just I, ah. like if the night if the night didn't like get me with her like unwillingness to change at the moment she's like everything has to calm down and i have to think like that hit me a little bit more than mm. the magical girl but the magical girl did some really really cool stuff that i've never seen like a yeah. character do so no i completely agree yeah. So yeah, this show is amazing. Number one of the season for me. And uh, I can't wait to see what, how the rest of the story is going to unravel. Yep. Yeah, I'd, I'm probably going to just put it off until the end of this next season so I can just watch it all the way through because... I, I, I get... allow myself a few episodes, but I don't, yeah. I don't... I know if I try to do that, I'll, I'll end up getting behind and then trying to rush through it. And I'm like, no, I'm a, I'll keep up with it. Semi keep up with it. So, yeah. 
I, I'll, I'll skip a week or two and then come back to it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was appreciate it. And the last show we're going to be talking about is uh, a very long Japanese name, but <laughs> Akashic Records of Bastard Magical Instructor. Yes. I don't know. I have mixed feelings on this one. I didn't like it at first. I thought, from the trailer, I thought it was going to be dumb. And then I started watching it, and I'm like, oh, man. See, see it, 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 it's not. <laughs> it's not. I don't know. I think, to me, I, the only reason I have mixed feelings on it is because of the ending. That was the only reason I have mixed feelings on it. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of, like, everything else, it had it had its own pace. Like, it had a really good pace, really good rhythm. We were moving along here. We got to, like, the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it was just like, Phew! And I'm like, what, what, what just happened? What, yeah. Why? Where did this come from? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> you know? So it was, it, that's probably, other than that, no, this is a solid, this is a solid show. Um, um, towards the end, I kind of felt like the villains were predictable. Like, I didn't know, I felt like I could have predicted what would happen for the last villain if I knew more information about their history. Yeah. But for the, for the second to last villain, it was like, they're in this museum, they're talking about all this forbidden arts and everything, and there's one person who knows so much information about it. And I'm like, why do you know so much? Honestly, it wasn't. I don't know. I think the the, you might have been suspicious of it, but for me, when I first started watching for that that particular one, Uh, I was like, I didn't. The way they presented it to me, at least, I didn't have that suspicion of him. Only because I didn't think I didn't know they've done a lot in the series to introduce magic and what it does and what it's used for and this that and the other thing. So this field trip that they were on, I didn't know if this was specifically dealing with magic as far as that goes, mm-hmm. or if there was actually going to be a conflict with the villains that we keep coming across, you know? So I, I wasn't really, I didn't have my mindset of being suspicious of anyone. I was just like, oh, okay, is this just like a field trip or something going to happen? What are we doing here? And it wasn't until bad things started occurring and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> the issues are happening okay but it's, even then i think they have so much and this is kind of what i've said before as far as a lot of it like the worlds themselves they have to have a lot of lore and this world obviously has a lot of lore yeah. there's a lot going on there's a lot that there's a lot that even the characters themselves don't know yeah. or at least they're not even you know coming out with saying so yeah. It's always interesting to me to see what's going to happen. What's the, you know the big deal? Like I said, for me, the only thing that was a problem was the ending. It's it seemed like the last two episodes they just bulldozed their way through, and and went even faster than their previous ones as far as like how how the the set, the the pacing was going. So I was like, okay, come on, are we just wrapping this up? Are you like, oh my god, we need to get this done? And we have so much left. Let's just throw it all in there and go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. I felt like they needed to put, they need to find a bookmark, and they kind of just, they're like, okay, we need this would be a good stop, start, like ending point for the first core. So let's like just take this, this, and that. We won't explain a lot. We'll give you a, just enough information so you can know who these people are. But if this was like in the middle of the series, then you would have had a flashback and you would have known like who these people are or something. Yeah. But, yeah. Other than that, no, I love I love everything about it. I mean, magic in it is freaking awesome. 
Um, and I like the fact that was one of the things I've always heard about people with dealing with magic. Like even as far back as like Harry Potter and all their other stuff, they're like, Oh, if they didn't have their wands and they can't perform magic, then they're useless. They can't do anything. And here you have a teacher instructor who's like, screw the magic. You don't need the magic. I'll just beat the ever living crap out of them. I'll make it so they can't use their magic. I'm like, yeah, That's my guy right there. You're like, mm, yeah, I could do that with magic, but you know what? I'm just going to punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it's well thought out. It's the characters are, are they're not the greatest in the world, but they're still pretty good. I, I enjoy I enjoy the characters. Um, obviously, there in certain instances, I think there needs to be a little bit more development and yeah. they're not like, you know, so like overall, I would give like the show itself like 90. I would give it a grade of like a 90. Like the character development was probably the one thing that brought it down. The overall lore and story of the world they live in is amazing. I would that that gets top marks for me, um, and like the conflicts and the people that are involved, I think are are great. Like I'm I'm always interested to see oh what new development we're coming up with here. Oh what's going to happen here. Oh what you know. So it's like and and other than the last part, I think the pacing did great. Yeah. So that's it for me on that one. So okay. Um. There are a few characters that I kind of wish I knew more about already because that, they were really cool and I don't I don't know I know nothing about them. Um, there was also something that they kept alluding to and I don't know the connection for that. Like the the um, basically the red red version the blue versions of a certain character um, and then like the 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 I guess the the mentor of the guy like the, that girl that blonde girl was yeah. Like, I, I wish really, I knew. Really do want to more about more about her. I would agree with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, especially because like she was there every now and then, and like in certain situations she couldn't do anything, which kind of kind of feel like they wasted her. They wasted her power because they like showed how strong she was earlier in the series. Yeah, so I kind of like felt disappointed as how they used her in the show, and then um then at the end of the series she's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go somewhere else, and I'm like, no. <laughs> You, are, we gonna, are we gonna go with you because i want to know more about you like yeah i want to know more about what you're doing yeah so um they they might i mean they yeah. might kind of they might split the uh if they do another season of this which i ho- kind of hope they do um they might split the attention between between the two mm-hmm. as long as what she is doing is related in some regards to the other characters yeah and then, um, I guess, yeah. And then, like me, always, I said, Islands in the Sky. I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna watch it. So there's like this floating island that they keep showing. And they're like, oh, yeah, the island up there. And that's it. I'm like, <laughs> nobody's ever gone to her. <laughs> I'm like, somebody. And, I, and I'm looking at it going, okay, you guys have magic. How is it nobody has investigated those ruins? Yeah. How is it that no one can think of a way to get up there? To investigate those ruins, or why those ruins are up there in the first place. Yeah, surely say- somebody has records about what happened to cause that particular landmass to be able to rise up into the air and float there the entire time. Yeah, come on. All you have to do is like say there's some kind of super complicated barrier and nobody's figured it out. And I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah. Instead of being Fair like, enough. yeah. Yeah, instead of like, oh yeah. Instead, everyone just keeps looking at it, going, "Yeah, hey, sir." And you have like the cat girl going, 
I really want to get up there and investigate it. And then all of us are sitting here going, why don't you? <laughs> What's stopping you? Uh. Your friends, your, your live-in roommates with the princess, ask the mother for some funds to be able to be able to make it up there for some reason, somehow. Promise her something for it. And have yourself a merry freaking day, you know, do something. Yeah. No, I agree. There, there are a few continuity little little things that involve with that. And yes, the characters do need to for be further developed than what they have them already. Cool. I do like how they did. I will say the development for the guy is is great. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I think that needs to be carried out through the rest of it. And once they do, this would be a an, a stellar show. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I'd say one like one little small thing about like him disappearing. Like um, there was a whole situation where he left like the royal guard, and then uh, he just disappeared. Like nobody knew where he was. And then toward the last episode, like he just disappeared, and then like came back a couple days later to like show up at the perfect time. Um, it may be one of the things that got like, like overlooked because of the rush at the end of the series, but. I do feel like for him to like like every now like he'll he'll either figure it out as he's right there and do something amazing, or he'll like try to find a way to regroup. But we're still kind of with him. He hasn't ever like disappeared and then come back and save the day. That 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 part seemed kind of like not. Yeah, it did seem a little weird. Yeah. So. So yeah, and uh, I mean when he when he walked away after getting the getting the pummeling he was supposed to, and then was supposed to come back and they said oh he never he never showed back up i'm like that seems odd he's the type of person who would regroup you know he had he had the entire evening and night and then the next morning to figure out what it was he was going to do to beat this guy yeah and then he still couldn't do it and he still he was still back at his place just sitting there going how am i gonna do this how am i gonna do this how am i gonna do this it's like come on now yeah, and even Rumia had this like showed up and was like, you know, he's still trying to marry her, right? And he's like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'm like, <laughs> I'll figure that. What were you doing this time? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll uh, figure that out. Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you worry about blank. Let me worry about blank. Yeah. So that was that was one thing about the the guy's character that kind of didn't jive with me i'm like I, I, he's disappeared before but again, that's that's a that's a small thing like he said it's it was, yeah. and, and it kind of seems kind of related to the what i had the issue with as far as like the last couple episodes just seemed like they rushed through it without having a whole lot of forethought so yeah that's potentially what might have happened they just they're like oh we gotta throw this all together last second well he's supposed to be able to come and save the day i don't know have him leave and just never come back and then all of a sudden show up at the last second because he's the hero and that's what happens yeah you know, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, Either way. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what... I, like, I kind of want to predict, like, season two. Like, um, they haven't explained the Akashic Records. A bunch of people keep saying it. Uh, they may, Did they explain, like, exactly what it is? Like, book... Like, no. Yeah. So... They never did. A bunch of people know about that, and they haven't explained that. So I'm curious about that. Um, but, I, but the way they keep referencing it, I'm, I'm thinking something bad, regardless yeah. of... It's bad. Yeah. And then, like, oh, that girl, that evil girl, that like, um, she put the the poison necklace around the princess. Like, she, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is a cool villain. If um, Recreators wasn't in this series, in this season, 
she would be the best villain I've seen this series. Yeah. Uh, but the but, witch beats her out hands down. Yeah. <laughs> There's no denying that. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's one of like because somebody's in like uh, like in charge above her, and she didn't like attack really. She kind of like set up stuff and then like snuck away. Yeah. So. I kind of want to see her attack. Like, maybe she's not strong enough to attack, and that's why she uses the sneaky stuff. Like, if it, I don't know. She, it, had that, she had that battle with that one dude, though. You didn't really see much of it, though, because they kept cutting him back to... You just realized he was being delayed by her to be able to get uh, back to... That's yeah, what yeah. was happening with that, so... Yeah. Still, I think <laughs> the, the the back and forth, like that dynamic that they had with, with that one dude and her when they were going back and forth near the beach in the forest or whatever... I liked that. Like that was a cool little little dynamic that they were having because they were all being like nonchalant, a little bit casual about it, but you knew they were about to, to like do battle with one another kind of thing. And, and oh yeah, I, I like that. Like those situations always like when they go like that kind of funny little little twist on that. I always enjoy that for some reason. Okay. So, uh, uh, one thing that I like about her is like her her exit. It's kind of like a ninja where they throw a smoke bomb. So she was like, she just threw an explosion. It was like, boom. And she like slowly, like, leaves. Like, yeah. How often does she do that? A lot of bad people hate when she comes to visit. She's like, I gotta go. Boom. I think you used a little too much. So, yeah, that was one thing that made me crack up in the show. Um, wow. Trying to think, like, like the what's the name needs to quit getting ca- uh, captured? Oh, the princess. Yeah, it's like every three or four episodes she gets captured. So shows, li- that, that that just shows the writers having a a uh, lack of imagination as far as what they could do with and to cause conflict. Honestly, yeah, because I'm like the next time they capture her, they need to explain why people keep capturing her. Is it? I mean, I'm pretty sure it has to do with the Akasha Records or anything. But it's like capture her and actually execute something like don't hang her from the ceiling and then oh, we, you know, she got saved again we'll have to catch her in like three more episodes i'm like yeah but that, uh, it's done i've already seen that like three times so um yeah, well um, at least at least the reasons why they're capturing her are are varied yeah like the reasons why are different depending upon what they're doing the fact that they keep capturing her is an annoyance in itself. So, um, one thing that uh, I didn't like um, was so they had her captured. Like there's this glass display with uh, like what they're trying to get from her, and then uh, there was the one dude who was like manipulating his sister and all that kind of stuff. And then what's his name showed up and started like shooting the glass panel, and he's like, no. And then it disabled and everything. And then he started, uh, what's her name, started fighting him. And then um, something changed. And then all of a sudden he brought out three more girls. I'm like, why don't you just have them? Like, you already had a bit, like a better, well, I guess, what's the name is stronger than this? I don't know. It's like, it was he, was, he was He was saying, though, it's, it sounded like to me the way he was describing that is the fact that he needed her to be able to activate them. And it wasn't until he bought, like the other one bought enough time for him to be able to do that, then he had the actual better versions, is what he said. 
Okay. Because for him to be like, no, don't shoot my glass display. Oh, you shot it and bring out a better weapon. I'm like, that was kind of weird. Maybe I missed the activation part, but I don't know. It was just, I was like, why, why didn't you do that first? So, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to see something really cool in the next series. Yeah. So, I mean, I think out of like all of, all of these are like maybe like what, three or four that we probably actually really want to see a season two, four, or a continuation, basically. Mm. Eh. I, I suppose that's decent enough for, for a season. Yeah. Uh, next season has a lot of shows. <laughs> it does. But see, oh next season's God. all new stuff, so. Except yeah. for like one. Yeah. So. So. All right. Um, so that has been it for our discussion for the end of this season. Um, like we said, I think we... I think we cover like 14, show, 14 shows for next season. So. Oh, God, yeah. It's just going to be – it's going to be crazy. Oh, man. I'm, so, I'm, no. not sure, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to keep up, keep up, let alone Big D over there. No, so I will definitely start all of them. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll probably finish like three like I did this. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, we will be um, – Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's been it for today. We will be back in a month to talk about the next, the summer season, checking out all the brand new shows. Uh, you can get in contact with us, with us on Facebook and Twitter at, uh, at Takayaki Anime. Um, so, yeah, that's been Big D and Shade, and we will talk to y'all next time. Bye! Bye!